TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Hello and welcome to episode 411 of 100 Not Out. This is a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. Marcus Pierce here with you with the king of reinvention. He is Australia's number one wellness expert, the greatest chiropractor on the planet. Now that my wife is officially retired, DJK is officially my number one chiropractor. Hello to Margaret Tay, who I do see regularly. Uh, DJK, naturopath extraordinaire. How are you, Dead Set Legend? So good, PC. So good, PC. Um, I, yeah, I'm really good. I'm really good. I play golf. I didn't tell everybody before, but I played golf yesterday. I played today and I played on Monday. So Monday was 42 degrees. Yesterday was 16 or 17 degrees. So it was like a day apart. The, the difference in the, in the temperature uh, was about 20 degrees. Um, that's the difference. That's the variation from the same time the day before. And then today um, rains from about 18 to 25 degrees. So there's a bit of fluctuation. Um, but it's amazing how much you've got to, you know, uh, change things up within your body in order to manage those, you know, shifts in temperature. Anyway, last night while I was trying to get to sleep, I could hear Amber on the Instagram and I was like, okay, what's going on here? So I said, what are you doing? She said, I'm just looking at Instagram. I go, okay, cool, no worries. So I grabbed my little phone out and I jumped onto Instagram just to see what was happening. I haven't been on there for such a long time and there was our great friends, Carla and Emma Pappas. And I was looking at Carla and Emma Pappas thinking, my gosh, girls, you have reinvented yourself you have both changed so much do you remember when we first met carla and emma, emma pappas the merrymaker sisters do you remember when we first met those girls they were doing desserts and they loved dessert and they would eat like salt and caramel, salt and caramel and raw like desserts yep. and what was that Say salt that and caramel like it was going salt and caramel yep. was their favorite flavor and they were just eating desserts they but they thought that they were eating healthily because they were eating paleo and so they'd been sucked in by paleo and they decided that if it was paleo they could eat all the dessert that they liked well that was disastrous like it had a massive effect on their health and well-being and i don't think they liked it and i haven't asked them i haven't spoken to them about the impact of eating all of that dessert on their health and well-being but i can tell you what they have reinvented themselves and now they're doing yoga classes and Pilates classes and fitness classes and all kinds of stuff on their Instagram and they look and sound amazing like they have changed they have reinvented themselves and I was impressed it got me thinking where have we reinvented ourselves we're 100 not out we're 411 not out and I wondered have we reinvented ourselves and I thought well I'd ask PC I'd ask PC today what have you done to reinvent yourself through the years oh wow this is you're you're talking my language and yes well done to the Marys they've got the Mary body app and they do it very well and uh um, Bro- Bronnie Ware, the Marys and I have an annual lunch together up in uh, Palm Beach. Don't come find uh-huh. us. 
Mm-hmm. The, pap, the paps will come find us, Damo. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's big news when the Marys and Bronnie and I get together. But uh, oh, I bet. that that annual is coming up in the next couple of weeks or so. But um, well, congratulate the girls for me. I will, and I'm so glad you you brought this conversation up because it is a big one. I think uh, look, you and I can tell some stories of reinvention. I think it's important, but I would really love to challenge the listeners as to where have they reinvented where have you uh, our wonderful community reinvented because reinvention is something that must never end and you if you look at the the incredible people that we interview on this uh podcast uh reinvention is almost essential um for longevity and doing it well so look for me i often say i'm in my third career i started off in the sports media landscape uh then reinvented myself in the wellness world by really committing to chiropractic and learning about health and wellness and did that for seven years um, and then moved into longevity, exceptional life design and the rest. So for me, that's how I envisage reinvention. I could look at it through going vegan or uh, doing other things. I think uh, stopping big habits like quitting smoking was a massive source of reinvention because it was a reinvention of my identity. I think the only real way to quit smoking is to have an identity identity transplant from I'm a smoker to no, I don't smoke or I'm a non-smoker. You can't be a smoker trying to quit or a smoker having a break. You've just got to change your identity. And I think, you know, I, I have great respect for you really reinventing, reinventing um, yourself, you know, professionally. You're the only person I know. I still want to know, is there anyone else that's a naturopath and a chiropractor? But that- Yeah, that's a few. There are. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't know them. Sorry. So for me, you're the only one on the couple in Queensland. Uh, um, but that is it, a massive. You know, that's humongous. So, yeah. Why, why don't you talk about? I would love to know. I would love to know how you feel reinvention benefits your life. That would be the big one. Uh, well, for me, I think um, the the, uh, the ability to spin or the ability to pivot is really important. And often, I mean, that's a term that people overuse. I think you know, you got to pivot or you know. Whatever it is, push. Uh, I suppose just you know pushing on and just you know continue to live life. I think you just don't want to roll over. So if you roll over, then you know miss the opportunity to live. You know, so if something doesn't work, then change it up and do the next thing. Or if you get bored of something, then change it up and do the next thing. Or if um, you feel like doing something different, then do something different like there's nothing wrong with doing that there used to be this age-old thing where you'd stick in a job you'd find your career and that'd be what you do um as you said you're on your third career um i think i'm on i don't know which career i'm into now like i definitely have a number of careers going at any one point in time but definitely from a chiropractic perspective you know that was a number of careers into then i had forage and i had wbc and um and, and obviously wellness couch and then i let that go and you took it over and so you know there's lots of different things maybe one day i'll be a pro golfer who knows i don't think i'm ever that good but uh, i um uh, but i i suppose for me i find it okay i find it okay to continue to evolve and change and get ready to do the next thing but what i've also found uh, beneficial is to keep what worked in the previous bit and continue to move forward with what worked in the reinvention of what I'm going to do do next if mm. that makes sense. Oh, so, absolutely. Like don't lose it, don't get up and you know take your bat home. Like you don't don't just, you know, kick the stumps and put your bat under your arm and go I'm going home, I'm not going to play anymore. 
like take what worked and uh, and continue to work on it. That's what that's what I've been doing. So this is really good. I I love this because so many people feel like they have to have these very much clean clean breaks from yes. one career to the next. And I yes. think you couldn't have said that any better. Um, I'm so glad you said that. You know, I still people go, oh, "Do you feel bad that you left the media?" And I go, "Well, podcasts are radio. Uh, speaking is TV." And blogs and emails and everything is print. Like for me, there's no difference. It's never changed. It's just the the conversation. The, the topics have changed, and yeah. that's that's my way of going. I've brought those skills and everything into a into a further career. And I think, as you say that, um, it makes it makes me it makes me think of when you feel the um, uh, the yearning. Oh, the yearning's not the right word. Like I know that at some point in my life. I will either make a movie, direct a movie, write a movie or do something with a movie. I am into and I can tell because if I look at my bookshelf at the moment, I've, I've just, do you remember watching Any Given Sunday with Al Pacino? No. Um, if you love sport, it's a sports drama anyway and it was directed by Oliver Stone. I've never seen Scarface. I've never seen Platoon. I've never seen Wall Street. Anyway, Oliver Stone has made movies about some pretty uh, challenging topics in American culture, but what it makes me what I what I find is there's some topics or some things that I just can't help but be attracted to, and I think that with anything in your your career, life purpose, or your hobbies, you know you're on track with them when you can't help being attracted to those things. Like, why yeah. is it golf and not squash? You don't know. You just can't help that you love golf and not squash. You know why is it Richmond squash. and yeah? What's that? I love squash. Oh, sorry. Why is it golf and not? <laughs> I don't know. Lawn bowls, bocce. I um... love lawn bowls. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, um, yeah. wrong guy, wrong guy. Anyway, but but you know what I'm saying. We cannot help the things that we love, and it's really important from a reinvention perspective to give yourself permission to love the things that you just love. And the more you try and figure out why, the more you just give yourself the opportunity to not do it. Um, and I think that's our biggest thats our biggest obstacle. Mm-hmm. I'm just laughing because Julie Hill has just said something very um, nasty. She's written, yes, why Richmond? Um, I want to know that. <laughs> why why not julie you know that's that's what i'd be saying um yeah i, th- I love the idea of permission um I don't, you know i have always spoken about that uh about permission and even um from a weight loss perspective when i was kind of trying to master the art of helping people lose weight um which is very difficult and you know the podcast that we did with weeks ago was absolutely incredible so if you missed that one go back to listen about weight loss with nick fuller that was incredible because i think he's mastered the art of weight loss um because it it gives people permission um and even when i was trying to help people with weight loss i was giving people permission to choose whichever foods they wanted knowing that there were certain foods that would work and there were certain foods that wouldn't or knowing you know when you're trying to manage heart disease or lifestyle or any of those sorts of things giving people permission to do whatever it is that they like it's like with our push-up challenge at the moment we're giving people permission to do however they want to get their 60 push-ups done um in a day you you've got permission to do that sort of thing in life it's great to feel like you've got permission mm. and uh and and i love you know the the use of that word that you that you used just before you know permission give yourself permission to to change but also take 
take with you the things that you love. And I think we have to be cognizant of the fact that society doesn't want to give you permission. If you look at a number of um, one-liners, I've just written a couple down here, you know, a leopard doesn't change its spots. Um, you know, I made this one up, but something like this, a flower can't be a tree. You know, people often say like, <laughs> you know, you are what you are. Did that come from you? Yeah, I just wrote that down. I know, profound, right? Wow. Can someone <laughs> put that on Facebook? In time, but people do this to themselves. Whether it's in their marriage, you know, I can't leave the marriage, I can't start the marriage, I can't leave my job because you know I've been told that it's almost like a worth thing. I've been told that this is only my pay scale and this is only my job set, and I can't do anything else. The whole idea of permission is inherently, um, uh, you know, argued against by many people. Uh, so it takes some courage. Well, I have great respect for you, Damo. It takes some courage to actually go. You know what? Like, stuff the establishment. You know, I am. Which, which you know, you said this about your mum as well. Like, your mum and dad split up at a time when it was like taboo. The establishment was like, no, people will get married. They stay married. Mm-hmm. You know, um, this is really important. Uh, you've got to understand our listeners for that are struggling with this concept of reinvention. It's not meant to be easy. The whole idea, it's like, you know, the, to sound really cliche, but it, it's, it's true. Like for the caterpillar to become a butterfly, that stuff ain't easy. Like that's reinvention 101. Um, yeah. and you can't, no one can come along and crack the chrysalis. That's not how to reinvent yourself. Uh, people trying to do it for you or you hoping someone does it for you. You've got to go through that struggle. I mean, Damo, tell them your story. I mean, you studied, you studied chiropractic on. I mean, just tell me if I'm going too far here. You you studied chiropractic on credit cards. You sold a house or something to try and pay for your tuition. You busted your gut to like reinvent yourself. Like you didn't you didn't go down easy street. Oh no, but I don't. I don't know whether or not life is meant to be easy street. I don't think it's meant to be too tough, and you make it kind of whatever it is that you make it. But um, yeah, I I went to New Zealand with I think two and a half thousand dollars or something. It wasn't very much. Um, maybe it's a little bit more than that. And then I I bought a car on it. I bought a car with the cash that I had from a market. Um, I put my first year school fees on a credit card and then I had no money to pay rent. I had to kind of work out how I was going to do that. Um, so then I, you know, I started, you know, doing naturopathy and I didn't have any money to, you know, buy any products to prescribe to people. So I put them onto credit as well and I racked up a pretty big debt pretty quickly. And then um, because, you know, and then I, I was, times were tough and so I would live on, 36 eggs a week. That's, that's pretty right, much that's right. That's what I would do, you know. <laughs> it's just that's what I did. I just I just ate eggs. And if I could get some bread, I'd have bread and eggs. Otherwise, it was just eggs and pepper and salt. Um, and that was from my flatmates was the pepper and salt. It wasn't my pepper and salt. Well, I, did, I didn't even own olive oil. So I, uh, I would do that. In fact, there's a story that Brian Kelly tells uh, that when I left his house after I moved out from Brian because he gave me a leg up for a few weeks, maybe a few months, um, I still had a key and I went home at lunchtime to make eggs at his house because I still had the key and they walked in and they're like, what are you doing here? I said, oh, I'm just making eggs, you know. <laughs> so I broke into the house to make some eggs because I, I just didn't have any cash. So, um, 
it took me a little while to kind of get myself my feet you know settled in New Zealand but I just had to do what I had to do to get the job done that's that's kind of what you got to do and part of reinvention is that you just you, you just have to do everything you've got to do. Reinventing, I don't think, is as easy as going, well, tomorrow I'm going to be a policeman or tomorrow I'm going to be a chiropractor or tomorrow I'm going to be an accountant. There's steps that need to be taken. I mean, obviously, there's people that, you know, try and shortcut it, you know, don't do a course in it um, and read a book about it and go, oh, well, now I, this is what I am. Um, we see this all the time, you know, people trying to do stuff that they're not, aptly skilled or qualified for and you know bring people into disrepute or bring an industry into disrepute because they want to shortcut it um and just clip the ticket but a lot lot of skill goes into you know changing your career or or reinventing yourself it's not just it's not just deciding well that's what i'm going to be you don't just put it out to the universe like Mm. you would in the secret that's not what it is it's you've actually got to do stuff it's messy it's really messy and i think people must get over the fact that it's not instagram clean it's not glossy white Mm. there's no clean cut um easy access to reinvention and this is you know i remember we we haven't interviewed him i'm still not positive he can speak english but china's hottest grandpa wang day shun you know (laughs) spoke about that guy wasn't it oh pretty much saying that like you um you know as soon as you tell yourself you're old is when you start aging Mm, i think that's mm. his his line and that that could be for someone at, at 21 or 31 or, or 51, it doesn't matter. But reinvention is exactly the same. As soon as you tell yourself you can't, you won't. Um, That's and right. reinvention can only be done when you realize how badly you really want it. And I think what you said, Damo, people doing short courses and calling themselves a nutritionist or a coach of some kind, like that's fake reinvention. The, the reinvention yeah. that is real is people that have actually gone through a lot of um, hard, like gone through a lot of mud, sweat, and tears to actually come out the other side because then they can mentor, they can teach, they can they can teach from experience. And experience does really have to be earned. You have to earn your stripes to actually be able to share a message, share, be able to um, prescribe, to be able to um, support people is something that takes time. But, you know, as much as that, it does take energy. The money is something I think, you know, just based on your own story as well, like, you can always find the money if you really want it bad enough. Yes, absolutely. You know, and the money is the least of your concerns. I think, you know, what you just said and, you know, I'm sure with a few of my examples as well is like I never worry about the money when I'm reinventing. I know that if I'm reinventing for the right reasons, for the right purpose, that it will work itself out. You yep. know that, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna study chiropractic and you're gonna be a great chiropractor, um, you know that you, if you do it well, you'll earn some good money and you'll pay it back. I think yeah. it's really important. That's a really good test of your commitment to reinvention. Whatever yeah. it is for the listener or viewer that you're considering reinvention, financials shouldn't be the biggest roadblock because I would say if you think that's the biggest roadblock, you don't want it bad enough. The biggest roadblock, I reckon, tell me what you reckon, Damo, is ridicule from family, ridicule from friends, self-doubt, self-doubt that can linger at any time of the day or night and sometimes during times like when circumstances come up that you're not expecting. Mm-hmm. Um, and knowing how you respond to when any of those scenarios come up. Yes, but Julie Hill says it beautifully. She says your vision would have been powerful, and and I think that's really what it is. Like if you're really not clear on the reason why or what it is that you want to do and achieve, then you probably just flounder around. This is what's you know likely to happen. You know, so for me. 
my vision, I, I'd made a massive sacrifice, like a massive sacrifice to leave naturopathy to become a chiropractor and did that in Melbourne. But the biggest sacrifice I made was leaving Jackson in Australia with his mum when we separated and moved to New Zealand to become a chiropractor so that I was not going to stuff it up. Like I was just not going to muck it up. Like for me, it had to be an excellent result. Like it had to be an outstanding result. I wanted to be the top of the class. And, and if I wasn't top of the class, I was incredibly close to being the top of the class. I wanted to leave a mark and to and to do something in New Zealand that was worthwhile. And so I did downsize me and I wrote articles and was on you know in the newspapers and in the news i really wanted to do something that i could bring back to australia um so that it was all worthwhile missing those years of jackson's growing growth and development right because mm. it was big like that was that was really big we didn't have skype in those days i think skype maybe came out i don't know 2005 like, i reckon yeah like it was a couple of years into me being in new zealand and it wasn't that good. Like, you know, we're not talking the quality of Skype that we've got now. Um, and mobile phones, you know, you didn't have FaceTime. I think I was still using my BlackBerry, you know. I'd still use my BlackBerry right now, I have to tell you. But uh, <laughs> but I was still using my BlackBerry. So the, the ability to communicate is very different. Um, and, you know, flying backwards and forwards wasn't that easy. It wasn't as easy as what it is today, you know, like to get through the airport was an hour, you know, there and, or, you know, leaving and an hour arriving and at least, you know, whereas these days it's 15 minutes to just jump on a plane really. So it's so easy now compared to what it was, but it had to be a great result. And I think that's a really important thing. Like if you want to change what's going on and you want a great result, be so crystal clear about what it is that you want to be when you finish, when you grow up, I suppose, is what you'd say. So uh, the hardest thing for me, Piercy, about writing a book has been that I want it to be a great result and I can't get clear on that. So me reinventioning myself to become an author is really difficult because I can't get crystal clear on the message about what it is, what's it going to be that's going to give a great result. It's got to be a great result. The same as your book. Your book is a great result. It, it's even harder now for me to write a book because your book is so good. Um, oh, it, needs, it needs to be a great result. So this is these are the things I suppose. It's not self-belief or trust for me. It's about having a powerful vision. And Julie hit the nail on the head. Mm, I love it, Julie. Damo, I love your honesty. I love your wisdom. I love that you said that. and And you brought it back to legacy as well. You know, if you were going to leave Jackson for that period of time to reinvent yourself, what was it all for? Who was it all for? And yeah. that's a really good question with reinvention. Knowing that it's going to be tough and knowing that it's going to be challenging for you and others, um, who does it impact the most? Um, and is it worth it? That's got to be they're, they're the hard questions that have to be asked. You've got to um, make it worth it. Got yeah. to make it worth it. Oh, this has been good, Damo. Uh, that is 23 minutes. 20 minutes plus GST, another little value bomb for the community. That is <laughs> that is sensational. Uh, thank you for your wisdom as always. Great man. Next time I see you, I'll, it'll be in the flesh. You'll be here. I'll be here. We'll You'll do some push-ups here. together, record some 100 Not Out episodes wow. and record a very special video of our Byron Bay longevity experience, all the information coming soon at some point. Yes, uh, I feel that Helen Pocock might want to be there. That's she will. She will. We'll tell her all about it. Yeah. We'll tell her all about it. You might. Wendy might. Yep. Pete It'll be. Might. Um, all right. Yeah. 
to everyone that wants more of Damo, head on over to damienchristoff.com, myself, marcuspierce.com.au. And until next time, as always, thank you for your support of the podcast and continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life. Bye for now. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst The Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of The Wellness Couch podcasts.